0: The Richmond Review Why do some countries remain poor? Hello and welcome to the Rajman Review. I'm David Pilling, Africa editor of the Financial Times standing in for Gideon Ratchman. In this week's edition we're looking at the reason why some countries stay poor while others find rapid paths towards growth and development. My guest has been thinking about these questions for decades stefan Darkeong is both academic and practitioner. A professor of development economics at Oxford, he was also chief economist at the UK's Department for International Development. His latest book, *Gambling on Development*, attempts to solve the riddle: Why do some countries succeed while others fail? In recent decades, several countries in Asia have made spectacular strides from South Korea to China and from Vietnam to Bangladesh. Nations have embarked on a fast growth trajectory that has slashed poverty levels and improved the lives of millions of people. Yet in one region of the world, success stories have been harder to find. From the late 1950s, African countries gained independence in a blaze of optimism africa one of the fastest growing regions in the world huge investments in natural resource and infrastructure emerging business centers new hope for the future more recently there was huge buzz around the idea of, of africa rising here's christine Lagarde from imf chef talking about africa's potential in 2014. rising. Africa is not just a buzzword, it's really something that we have seen in reality, and where the IMF can, together with the African countries, actually improve the situation, contribute to the better growth, more sustainable sustainable growth, more inclusive growth going forward, where we can really focus on those based practices that have worked better for some countries yet the truth is that few if any african countries have achieved anything like the economic takeoff that has had such a dramatic impact elsewhere since 1990 only two african countries guinea and ethiopia had hard levels of extreme poverty defined as living on less than $1.9 a day in seven countries, including Nigeria, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and even relatively dynamic Kenya, the number of people in extreme poverty over that period has actually doubled. How to decline in poverty rates in Africa may be a source of hope. The high concentration of extreme poverty is becoming a cause for concern today the continent is home to more than 60 percent of the world's extremely poor and this rate is expected to rise to 90 percent in 2030. according to the world bank this development is all more worrying as africa only had a quarter of the world's poor in 1990. the question is why is this a legacy of the rapacious natural nature of colon- colonialism in africa and if it's all down to history is there is there really nothing leaders can do to transform their economics and societies or as the extraordinary send growth in countries like bangladesh suggests, is there a path to development for states that were once writing off my guest stefan dirkon has made a live study of this question and i began by asking him when and how this began to crystallize into a theory about the growth and development. I definitely had an epiphany in Kinshasa when I was asked, well, I was chief economist of FID to actually go to the prime minister's office and meet with his card theme, so these were all people smart leaders. Incredibly eloquent, and for two or three hours, they explained to me all the plans that were going to do in Congo. This this must have been about seven or eight years ago, in terms of how they were going to develop the country. And I was listening to them, and this is really good. This is quite probably the best analysis that you could think of that exists at the time of Congo. And they they had all these good proposals, you know everybody could be proud of it and i remember walking out of it and thinking how this it was amazing theater and i didn't believe at all that anything was going to implement it and a few weeks later i was in ethiopia sitting in a meeting with prime minister advisors around the economy minister of finance was there some seniors minister there and they were explaining what they were going to do actually best, grow further and to go get further development in the country and i remember thinking listening to them this is actually slightly dodgy economics it's really not at all perfect but i always remember walking out of that room and thinking well this is probably going to work they're going to make it work they're going to work very hard at it and correcting when it's needed and of course if you don't look back at it the DRC didn't really have much productive growth in the last decades, while, meanwhile, main Ethiopia became the fi- fastest growing economy in the world between like 2010 and 2020. And it's just a lot to do with, you know? They really wanted to make it work and they really were willing to say, look, we're going to put the state's capabilities, however limited they were, to try to actually do this. And they were willing to tinker and correct and so on. This is not about perfect economics, but actually it tells about how things actually come about. And it needs that fundamental commitment of senior politicians, other business leaders and so on to actually make this work.